Um, I'd like to share with you today. Um, I wish I was here from the very first day so I could have seen what's happening and hear what's happening so that you know how to flow. You have great, great leaders that are sharing with you the word of God here. Um, let, let me just try to drop something uh, very small that maybe you will, you'll kind of remember as you um, fight the battles of life. My, my sermon today is a keys of how to win the kingdom battles. You must know that we are all at battle. We are all at war. And the word of God tells us, it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers, and, and those things that are standing against us. And you know, we, we have to know how to overcome. We must know how to overcome. And if you don't know how to overcome, you'll always be defeated. But Christ defeated sickness, disease, including death. So we can be able to stand up and say, death, where is your sting? He defeated death and the power of the grave. When they talk about the power of the grave, they talk about the power of witchcraft and all demonic forces. The power of the grave has no power over your life in the name of Jesus. So as we, as we wrestle against flesh and blood, against principalities, against uh, uh, rulers and darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places, we must know that Jesus has already fought for us. And we are on the winning side in the name of Jesus. But you know, the Bible tells us that many people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. The AMPC version says, my people are destroyed because you as a priestly nation have rejected knowledge. So knowledge is key in our battles. Knowledge is important if we are going to win this battle that we are fighting. And by the way, we must stop fighting these small battles. You are a kingdom person. Rise and fight kingdom battles. There are people who fight small battles of gossip, small battles of this, and then they get offended and they leave the church. Those are small battles. We must mature to fight kingdom battles. The battles that affect me and the nation, me and the family, me and the church, me and the business, because these battles affect my destiny. If you lose this battle, you've lost your destiny. So we must always understand that the devil is fighting us because we have destiny. Because we have somewhere where we are going. When I win this battle, I win it not only for myself, but for my family. Not only for my family, but for my nation. Hallelujah. And so we have to understand that these battles are, are coming against us because we have destiny in us. And so in, in, in order for us to win these battles, we need to have knowledge. The Bible tells us, Isaiah 5.13, it says, Therefore my people go into captivity to their enemies without knowing it. And because they have no knowledge of God and their honorable men go into famine and their common men go thirsty. When we do not have knowledge and especially knowledge of God because there's so many things we have to know about. So many things. If we don't have knowledge of God we actually go into captivity. 
That's what the Bible says. Not only that, we actually go into famine even when there is enough to feed us. So, when we have no knowledge, God rejects us. Our, our children are forgotten by God. We are taken into captivity. We go into hunger. We are disgraced and we are destroyed. I pray that we are not destroyed in the name of Jesus. But this knowledge that we must have comes from various places, various angles. Uh, there is knowledge that we are taught by people. There's knowledge that we get in institutions. There's knowledge that we have through reading books. There's knowledge that we have through experience. As the Bible talks about Genesis 30 verse 27, Laban said to Jacob, he said, I have learned by experience. So experience teaches us things. But there's also knowledge that comes from demons. The Bible talks about Acts chapter, 30, chapter 16, where that, that girl said about Peter and Joe, uh, Peter, Silas and, and, and Paul, said, here are the servants of God. You must obey them because they teach us the ways of God. That was the truth. But the problem was the source. It was knowledge enough, but the problem was the source. So we can have knowledge, but demonic knowledge. Knowledge that comes from evil spirits. But also, there is knowledge that comes by the Spirit of God, which is called revelation knowledge. And so, God wants us to have revelation knowledge. When we have revelation knowledge, our lives will never ever be the same again. Because this is what will make us be able to fight and win the battles of life. Hallelujah. And so, when we don't have knowledge, we cannot go far. We can't go far. And what you don't have knowledge about, you can never access and enjoy the benefits. If you want to enjoy the benefits of the kingdom life, then you must have revelation knowledge about the kingdom. There are people who are born again and they enjoy salvation, but they don't enjoy good health. There are people who are born again. Uh, on Sunday, they're in church, but on Monday, they're at witch doctors. They're born again, yes, but they have no revelation. Because revelation is progressive. What you know yesterday is yesterday. Today, you need to know more so you can move forward. Because revelation is progressive. If you remain in yesterday's knowledge and revelation, you become legalistic. And so we have to know God on daily basis. We have to know him every day. So the more we know him, the more we are overcoming and the more we are winning every battle of life in the name of Jesus. But ladies and gentlemen, to know God is not easy. There are people who go to Bible schools. They spend five years trying to know God. God is not known through Bible school. When you come out from there, they give you a degree, meaning something very small. They don't give you everything. So something small. Because you cannot know God. God is so big. He can be known in five years. God is so big. He can be known in one service. That's why you need to come to every service. So the more you come, the more you draw nigh. The more you draw nigh to knowing God. God is so big. He can be known by one revelation. You need revelation every day of your life. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. 
But I say to you also, the blessed shall live by revelation. Because after faith, what else? After faith is revelation. You can be just. Yes, and all of us are justified. But that's not the end. We need to move from being justified to the place where we now enjoy the blessing of the living God. But for us to know God, we must know Jesus first. You must know the Son. Because God you can't know without the Son. And God likes to hide himself. He loves that. God always hides himself. That's why even when coming to earth, he hid himself in Jesus. That's why the Bible says, those that seek him, when they find him, he will always bless them and reward them. So, you must seek God. God must be sought. He can't be easily found. Precious things are always hidden. Gold is always hidden. Everything that is precious is hidden. So, God hides himself as well. You just can't find. The person you can can easily find is Jesus. Because he came down here. You're looking for him. He's looking for you too. So you'll find him. But God, uh -uh, he hides himself. The Bible says he hides himself. And when you find him, he will bless you. He will reward you. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that those that diligently seek him, because you've got to diligently seek him. If you don't diligently seek him, you never find him. No matter where you go, no matter uh, which, which college, Bible college you go to, you can't find him because he's not there. God hides himself. So when you find him, then your life changes. When you find Jesus, Jesus is the son, and he says, when I came to earth, I came to introduce the father. That's what he came to do. To tell you, no, no, there's somebody called the Father. So, when you find Jesus, like everybody else that have got children here, we have children, everybody. And so, our children go to school. When they go to school, they have friends. And they enjoy the friendship. They enjoy the friendship at school. One day, the child will take their best friends. And they'll say, come, let me show you my daddy. So they say, daddy, here's my friend. And uh, sooner or later, the friend will spend two nights, two weekends at home. So this friend has been introduced to the father by the son. When you know Jesus so much, he will hold you by the hand and say, come, let me show you the Father. And when he shows us the Father, the journey has begun to know God. And we can only know God by revelation. Because God cannot be known by just one time. He says, I revealed myself to Jacob, to Abraham, by my name, El Shaddai, what we heard last night. Wonderful teaching last night. But I did not make myself known to them in this other day. Because in the Hebrews, in the Hebrew culture, the name is your culture. The name is your identity. The name is your character. The name tells you who you are. It also talks about your destiny, where you're going. That's why everybody who ever met God 
and a new call, God changed their name. You can't know God and remain the same. Everybody who ever knew God and had revelation about God, immediately God would change their names. Because in the Hebrew, the name is your character and your name tells your destiny. But our names tell us about where we come from. That's the problem with our names. That means it, it holds me back. I want to go forward. It holds me back. What is your name? My name is Trouble. Because I was born during trouble. So I can't move forward. Every time I try to move forward, trouble is drawing me back. I don't know about here, but we've got names back in my country that talks about hey, when you hear the name, you know the history of where it's coming from. And so these hold us back. But God, when we meet him, he gives us the name that talks about our new identity and where we are going. Can I hear someone shout Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, to know God is not easy. And many people know God, but they haven't not known him and there is no movement in their lives. And everything around them is as it comes, they are always struggling and they cannot overcome. Although already a victory was given by Jesus Christ. Now, when you, when you know Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is out of the Godhead. Jesus Christ is the most friendly and easiest person to know. Because he spent time here on earth. He carried our sicknesses. He carried our troubles. He carried everything about us. And he became man. He became seen so he could deliver us. So when he looks at you, he has compassion. It's easy to know Jesus. That's why even drunkards can easily be born again. In their drunken state, they can be born again. Easy to know Jesus. But to know God, revelation. You have to search for him. You have to look for him until he's found. When he's found, your life will never be the same again. When he's found, your life will begin to progress, to move forward in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. And you know, you know, as a child of God, your success is by, to live by revelation. I, I, I say Back in church, I say, uh, the pastor's family is the one that has got the most difficult problems. Most difficult situation. Because, you know, as I stand here, my wife knows me as a husband. But she must go beyond that and look at me as a pastor. Because if she doesn't go beyond that, she will not be blessed when I stand in front. I'm standing in front here, I'm preaching. She'll be looking at the men in pajamas. And she'll be surprised why people are clapping, why people are rejoicing. And the blessing will bypass her. So she needs to move further. She needs to say, this is my pastor. This is the man of God. My children too, when they look at me at home, they must know I'm daddy, but they must go beyond that. When I stand, they must say, here goes my pastor. Here goes the man of God. I pray, may you have revelation. Someone say revelation. Someone say revelation. 
Someone say revelation. Without revelation, we are going nowhere. The area of your greatest struggle is the area of your greatest need for revelation. Can I say that again? The area of your greatest struggle is the area of your greatest need for revelation. Where you are struggling the most in your work with God is the area you need to cry to God for revelation. When you have revelation, you will overcome and move to the next level. Can I hear someone say amen? Amen. That's why David said, show me, O God, the hidden things out of your law. These things are hidden. They're not easily known and easily found by everybody else. They are hidden. Can you hear somebody say amen? amen? Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible shows us the first battle. And I want to show you why the first battle was lost. The first battle in the Bible is recorded in the book of Genesis chapter number 2. Genesis number 3, where Adam and Eve, the Bible says these were sons of God. By the way, they were sons of God. The Bible tells us he was a son of God. Luke 3 verse 38, it says, and Adam... The son of God. He was the son of God. But I'll show you why he lost the battle. Many of us say he lost the battle because of disobedience. Yeah, that was. Yes, it was. It was. But that was the main aim, main thing. He lost the battle. Because he himself never knew who he was. And listen, when the devil came, he said to him, he said to the wife, he said, hey madam, is it true that God said you should eat this tree? He says, oh, 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 don't just only eat, not even touch it. So, what will happen if you touch it? He said, if we touch it, God said, we shall die. The devil said, no, God knows if you eat, you're going to be like him. And the woman and the man, some people say Adam was not there. No, no, read your Bible. Adam was right there. He was right there. That's why some men are are, are foolish. They sit there and they, they let their wives speak to strangers and they are there themselves. The wife is speaking to a stranger and the man is there, doesn't do anything. And so, Eve is speaking to the serpent and as they are speaking and all of a sudden, the serpent manages to convince Eve that she must eat the fruit. And Eve goes and convinces Adam And both eat. And the reason they were eating is they wanted to be like God. And yet they were already like God. God said, let us create man in our image and in our likeness. And let them have dominion. So they were already in the image of God and in the likeness of God. But they never knew, they never had knowledge that they were in the image of God and in the likeness of God. And because of the lack of knowledge, of revelation, that they were already in the image of God and in the likeness of God, they disobeyed and fell short of the glory of God. The first battle 
was recorded in the Bible to show us the importance of knowing who we are. That battle goes on till today. And the biggest battle, the first and the biggest battle everybody is going through is of your identity. Do you know who you are? And all these problems happening is, is because people don't know who they are. They don't know. But listen to me. You will not know who you are because you are a pot made of clay. Only the potter will know who you are. When the potter tells you who you are, when you know the potter, the potter will tell you who you are. So, in order for me to know who I am, I need to meet God. When I know him, he will tell me who really I am. When I know who I am, then every battle in life will be won in the name of Jesus. Ask your neighbor, do you know who you are? Ask them, ask them, do you know who you are? Because this is the biggest battle. Bishop Musa, this is the biggest battle. We're all fighting. We're all fighting this battle. And the devil is coming. Who are you? Who are you? Because he wants to know. The moment you show you don't know, you are finished. That's why he came to Jesus and he said to Jesus, if you are the son of God. If you are, if you are. He said, if you are, if you are. If you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus said, hey, listen, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Do you know who you are? If you don't know who you are, every small battle will put you on the ground. But if you know who you are, then you will say, I know that I know that I know. I know who I am. I know where I'm coming from. Because I know he who died for me, he who rose again, he is alive. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this knowledge is personal, is not corporate. You have to know it yourself. Because the battles are for yourself. Hallelujah. Beyond faith is revelation. We must live by revelation. Faith, ladies and gentlemen, is is not hard. Faith is simple. That's why people get born again. If it was hard, people are not going to be born again. People get born again. People that are illiterate, people that are in trouble. They, the moment they are, let, they are told about Jesus, sometimes, just a small message, they get born again because they believe, they have faith in Jesus. But to have revelation is a journey. And God help us to have revelation. Because every day we move in revelation, we take over that area. Every day we move in revelation, we talk over that area. That's why you need revelation every day of your life. So that you can overcome every day in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody shout a big amen? Jesus came to the disciples. He had been with them. For a long time. He healed the sick in their presence. He raised the dead in their presence. He walked on water in their presence. And the, every day was an amazing day for them. So who is this man? That even waves obey him. 
Who is this man? From just the little fishes and bread, he feeds 5,000. Who is this man? One time, they thought they knew him. And by the way, do you know, when, when people getting held with Jesus, sometimes Jesus will say, don't go and tell anybody. Why? Because it's important that everybody has a personal knowledge of Jesus. That's the reason you will say, go tell nobody. Don't go and talk, talk. Don't go and tell anybody about this. Because they wanted, Jesus wanted everybody to have a personal revelation about him. That's the reason you were saying, don't go, don't tell anybody. But anyway, people said, oh, this is too big. I must be, I must tell somebody. So they went and talked about it. Now, there are people who are believing in Jesus because of public opinion. Because they were just told. They were just told. It's good to be told, but it's good to have a personal relationship where you know that you know that you know you know when you know that you know that you know you may not be able to explain it but you know that you know that you know and nobody can move you away from that because you know that you know that you know you may not be able to explain it but you know so one day Jesus said Matthew 16 to his disciples who do men say I am? He studied that to find out if they knew people's public opinion about him. Oh, they say you are John the Baptist. Oh, they say you are this. Oh, they say you are this. Okay, what about you? Then they started, I think, scratching their heads. I think others went to their little diaries. They were writing. But they also, every place there, it was all difficult, 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 difficult. Jesus was so difficult to understand. One day he rises up and said, all of you, if you don't eat my body and drink my blood, she will ne never be part of me. Said, oh, is this witchcraft? What, what are we here for? <laughs> it was difficult to understand. And the Bible says many left Jesus, never to follow him. So he said, what about you? Everybody was quiet. And Peter said, I think he connected with heaven. He had, he had a connection with heaven. And he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus immediately said, blessed you are. That's why those who have revelation are blessed. Bless you are, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood, university has not revealed this to you. Hallelujah. School has not revealed this to you. Public opinion has not revealed this to you. But my father, which is in heaven, and I say to you, today you have the keys of the kingdom. Those who have revelation have the keys of the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom I give to you. Whatever you bind here on earth shall be even be bound in heaven. And then he said, You are Peter. Why did Jesus say that? You are Peter. You are Cephas. You are a small rock from the big rock. You are a small portion from the big rock. You are taken away from there and I will use you to build the big church, the universal church. I will use this revelation to build the church. All the time, Peter did not know himself. It was only here. That's why Jesus said, you are Peter. If you read in John, the Bible says Andrew found his brother Peter and said, we have found him who is called the Messiah. So he came and, and saw another version, another, another uh, chapter says, he says, and Jesus said, you shall be called Kephas. 
shall be called Peter. His real name was Simon. But when he, first time he met Jesus, he said, you shall be. When revelation came, Jesus said, you are. Come on, give the Lord a big hand of praise, somebody. Many of us are in the place where you shall be called. You shall be called. May we arrive where it's going to be. You are. My point here is, you cannot know who you are until you meet him and know him. When you know the potter, the potter will tell the created who they are and what they were created for and what they live for. The best person who can describe this thing I'm holding here today is the one that made it. All of us call this a microphone. But the one who created it has a specific name for it. All of us here are human beings. But God has a specific name for you. So when you know him, he will tell you, he will say, now you are. Now from that on ladies and gentlemen this guy who was here and there here and there all of a sudden he realized I am a small stone from the big rock I cannot be moved easily I cannot be thrown down easily I am a rock I stand that's why he said whatever happens all others may leave you but I will stand he knew who he was Battles as won when we know first and foremost who God is. And then we'll know who we are. When we know who we are, every battle in life will deal with the battle of identity. That's why people are going to different things and doing different things. Because we are listening to people's opinion about me people say to about me they say that man is dead bishop i went through that crisis where i was hit by cancer and and you know i couldn't believe that cancer would come on me i was doing big crusades people were getting healed people were getting saved and 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 miracles were happening blind were seeing cripples were walking but cancer came to me and put me down. Listen to me. When I was preaching and doing everything, I had faith. I was operating on faith. But cancer hit me. And people who heard, I was in hospital. I, I was in hospital for three months in hospital. And news went out and said, that man is gone. That man is finished. That man is finished. I'm, I couldn't speak. I lost my voice. Thank God I can preach today. God is alive. I lost my voice. I lost my hearing. I could not hear. But thank God for a wife. You know that's why it's good to marry a good woman of God. She was praying for me day and night. And I was hearing from far. She was crying out to God. Crying out to God. Crying out to God. And ladies and gentlemen. When I was there crying out to God. Hearing her crying out to God. I couldn't raise my voice. But down there everybody had condemned me very few people were believing I was going to be alright until one day I had to move from faith to revelation <laughs> when I moved to revelation I knew he carried my sins not our sins my sins he carried my my sicknesses and by his stripes I am healed 
personal, personal. I cried out to God. I said, God, oh, let me remind you the promises you promised. Let me remind you what you said about me. Let me remind you, you said, I will preach the gospel. I'll go to nations of the world. Is this the way I'm going to die? I refuse to die in this manner of God. I shall not die in this manner of God. I said, God, I am a witness that you are a healer. I am a witness that you can heal every sickness and disease somebody shout hallelujah I am a witness of the kingdom and you know when you are a witness of the kingdom like in any case in the world when your case is a very important case to make known the truth the state will do everything to protect you they'll even take you hide you somewhere until the day arrives so you can come to court and tell everybody the truth of the matter so God said you my my value witness I will hide you I'll protect you. You will not die prematurely until the world knows that I am the healer. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout I am a witness. A witness is protected. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't, don't just die. There is a court case. The devil is saying Jesus doesn't heal. The devil is saying God has no power. He cannot heal, he cannot deliver. And you are a live witness so you cannot die prematurely you must wait until you get and prove to the world that jesus is alive that he heals that's why i'm here today to tell you no matter what your sickness is whether it's cancer whether it's high blood pressure low blood pressure whatever it is jehovah rafa is alive but it must be personal revelation personal revelation when you have personal revelation you are blessed number one Number two, you have the keys of the kingdom. They're given to you. Number three, whatsoever you bind here on earth is bound in heaven. What you lose here on earth is loosed in heaven. What it means is now you have, be, you have been given a place in the parliament of heaven. You make the rules together with God. Hallelujah to the name of the Lord. He knew Jesus. The moment he did that, his whole world opened. And listen to me. There are people who are born again and they've remained there. They have not made enough friendship. Power friendship with Jesus, the son of God. And Jesus has not taken them. Because he sees they're not serious. They're not serious. They still love the world. So Jesus says, no, 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 no. I take special friends to my father. I introduce them to my father. You, I, I can't. You are, you are not serious. You're not serious. A little problem, you stop coming to church. A little problem, you are angry, you don't tithe. A little problem, you speak evil against all men of God. No, you're not serious. I won't take you to my father. I take people who have developed special interest with me. 
Because the issue is this. When the son goes to God, to the father, every time they're talking, he's busy talking about, you say, God, daddy, I have a friend down here. You know, this friend is just wonderful. This, one day I'll bring him to him. Know Jesus so well that Jesus will be obliged to take you and bring you to the Father. Can I hear someone say amen? amen? Adam failed because he didn't know who he was. As a result, if you don't know who you are, to disobey is very simple. It's very easy. You live a life of disobedience every day. But if you know who you are, then you'll know who your God is and things will be different in your life. Can I hear someone say amen? amen. Let, me, let me try to uh, see if I can, we can start uh, going down to close this now. There was a man, you see, when, when Adam failed God, God was still looking for somebody. He went and found, see, first time he found Abraham, uh, Adam, I think God must have been saying, where, where should we make better? Where should we make better? Because God is always a God of better things. So where, where should we make better now? And so uh, I, I'm sure he said, uh, may, maybe let's find somebody with a family. This guy didn't have a family, only two people. So let's find a family. So he goes on, he finds uh, Noah. So he gets to Noah and said, the very same things he said to Adam, be fruitful, multiply, and all that. He said something to Noah. But Noah was messed up by his children. So God said, oh, 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 the plan has failed. So, so let's move, let's move further. So he moved until he found now, now this time he said, let me find an old man. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't know me. Who will strive to know me. These others knew me, but mm -mm, they failed. So he found Adam, uh, sorry, Abraham. He found Abraham. He said, Abraham, he found a man who was totally rejected by everybody. Abraham and your wife, come here. And Abraham did not think about it, just stood. And he, he didn't even say where to. No, the Bible says, come to the place where I will show you. The guy was, was already finished. He says, let's go. I'm already finished anyway. Let's go. <laughs> and Enoch followed. The reason why, 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 why Lord followed was people said, no, 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 no. We can't trust this man. He's too old. We don't know his decisions now. Lord, please follow through and just make sure he's all right. <laughs> there he was. But ladies and gentlemen, this man see, the reason why, if you, if you don't know, the Bible says he was a friend of God. There's only men, only men. The others know they're not friends of God. Moses was not a friend of God. He, God was speaking to him like he would speak to a friend, but he was not a friend of God. Only one man, three scriptures tell us he was a friend of God. And when you look at him, he had revelation after revelation about revelation after revelation. That's what made him to the point that we are now called God easily would say, my friend Abraham. Not only that, the Bible says, call no man on earth father. But then he's even, he's even allowed to be called father Abraham. He's even allowed, the only person, the only person allowed, we hear about the blessing of Abraham. Not the blessing of Jesus, but the blessing of Abraham. Today, people are struggling for Abraham. Islam calls him their father. Judaism, our father. Christianity, our father. One man. 
Let me show you, he fought only one battle. And this battle he won. The battle he fought was a decisive battle in his life. The Bible told, tells us, chapter number 14, he said, people came, a king is gathered together and they were fighting. There were four kings against five kings fighting and the Lord was picked up and was taken out there and then please go with me. I, I, I want us to read at least let's read the scripture. Very important. Chapter, chapter number 14 of Genesis. Someone say no God. Say have a revelation of God. Chapter number 14. The Bible tells us, verse number 10, 11, 12. Now the veil of Sidon was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. They that remained fled to the mountain, and they took all the goods, Sodom and Gomorrah, and their victuals, and went away with them. And they took Lord Abram, brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Look at verse number 13. And they came one that had escaped and told Abraham the Hebrew. Someone say Abraham the Hebrew. Say Abraham the Hebrew. Say Abraham the Hebrew. The Bible says, and now he dwelt by the ox of Mamre and and Amorite, brother of Iskol, and the brother of Aina, and these were confederate with Abraham. Now, I want you to watch that word. It says, there came somebody to Abraham the Hebrew. This is the first time we see the word Hebrew. This guy, his beginning was not a Hebrew. His father was worshipping idols. He was literally actually making idols. But he lived in that place. The Bible says in the land where he lived, very close to it was the river Tigris, a river Euphrates. And so when God called him, he crossed over to the other side. Someone say cross over to the other side. Now, he crossed over to the other side. And then, from there, he now discovered, because of his revelation, I don't have time to, talk, to, talk, to tell you the revelations of Abraham that he had about God. But then, he now discovered his identity. That he's no longer a Mesopotamian. He's no longer from the Ur of the Chaldeans. No, 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 no. He's now a Hebrew. The word Hebrew, ladies and gentlemen, means one who has crossed the river to the other side. One who crossed the place to the other side. So he now realized, because I obeyed God, I've crossed from the other side to this other side. Now, that's the word Hebrew. He discovered his new identity. And people knew that this guy is a Hebrew. This guy crosses over to the other side. Hebrews, ladies and gentlemen, are boundary breakers. They are limit breakers. They are hedge jumpers. They are river crossers. They don't remain in one area. When trouble comes, they cross over. When situation comes, they cross over. They don't die this other side. They cross over to the other side. Abraham knew that I must not die this other side. I must cross over to the other side. His identity was known when he obeyed God, when he had revelation about God. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the reason why he could not allow to die this other side. He moved on to the other side. And the Bible is full of people who are Hebrews who refused to die the other 
aside because they knew their identity. I pray today you know your identity in the name of Jesus. I declare today you are a Hebrew in the name of Jesus. You crossed from the other side to the other side. When sickness comes, don't die with sickness. Cross over to the other side. When bankruptcy comes, don't die with bankruptcy. Cross to the other side. Shout hallelujah. When poverty comes, don't die with poverty. Cross over to the other side. I came to tell you today, you must cross over. I came here today to do a name's name name giving ceremony I want to name each one of you you are a Hebrew from today you are a Hebrew of God shout hallelujah you are crossing over to the other side wherever you are today you must cross over in the name of Jesus shout I'm a Hebrew I am crossing over say I'm crossing over you are not just a Hebrew, you are a Hebrew of Hebrews. Paul says, I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. That's why he couldn't die. No matter what happens to him, he says many times in prison, many times in persecutions, many times in disasters, he could not die there. He crossed over to the other side. I see you crossing over to the other side. I see you crossing over to the other side. I see you crossing over to the other side shout hallelujah raise your hands everybody glory to Jesus Crossing over, crossing over, crossing over. Shetetetetetebo sata. Landa la 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 bosata ya baba. Rakata tata basata. Marororo bosata ya baba baba baba. You are crossing over. You are crossing over to the other side. You will not die there in poverty. You will not die there in sickness. You will not die there under the curse of the enemy. You are crossing over. I want to pray today. Maybe there are those who are saying, I want this revelation. The revelation of my identity of being a Hebrew of Hebrews. I want this revelation. God, give me this revelation. If you are there, quickly walk over. Let's pray together. Walk over to the front, quickly, if you are there. Oh, we worship you, God. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, you are coming praying. 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 You don't die this side. You die the other side. You are crossing over. You are crossing over. No matter what the devil has done, you are crossing over in the name of Jesus. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. Pray, somebody, pray. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. You are crossing over to the other side. You will not die in that poverty. You will not die with that disease. You will not die with that problem. You are crossing over. Shake it, 
Maraba Sataya Baba. Ketelebo Sataya Baba Baba Baba. Baba Baba. Pray, 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 pray. Keep on praying, keep on praying. Keep on praying, keep on praying. Keep on praying. You are crossing over to the other side. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.